What's going on, my brothers and sisters around the world? It's your boy, Terrell Humphrey, Willis T, Phase Knowledge, Phase Knowledge, Willis T, and Terrell Humphrey. And today for episode 13, episode 13 gonna be something serious. Ain't gonna lie, I got my dog, Jawan Rohan. I said it right, right? Rohan. Rohan. Yeah, Rohan, Rohan. Yeah, man, you like like seven lives within one. Man, I ain't gonna lie. This episode gonna be special because it's episode number thirteen, and because we got Jawan as a special guest. Oh, Jawan, what it do, brother? What's good, man? Good morning. I appreciate uh, appreciate you having me up here, man. Man, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you coming. So, so before we start with the podcast, man, who is Jawan? Uh, Juwan. Juwan is a father mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and a progressive entrepreneur. And I say progressive because mm. a lot of people say serial, but uh, I, I feel like, uh, you know, progressive, you know, it means in stages, right? And, mm-hmm. and you're continuously building um, and progressing, right? Whether it's one mm-hmm. endeavor or multiple endeavors, I'm progressing. So I'm a progressive mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Mm. How, how did you come up with that? Like just, just uh, I was trying. I really like the word. I'm a huge Nipsey Hustle fan, uh-huh. and uh, he has the word prolific tatted on his uh, his uh, like eyebrow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when he passed, I was I was thinking about getting that tatted, not on my face or anything, but but then I was like, you know, let, let me think of another word that kind of describes me. Like prolific is dope, but mm-hmm. progressive. I like progressive, right? Like. And so I just started going with that. And then I was like, progressive entrepreneur. I never heard of anybody say that. They always say serial entrepreneur. So that's hard. So yeah. so you like a visionary. You like a visionary type person, aren't you? Uh no, I, I ain't the most visionary. I mean, I just I wouldn't consider myself the most visionary. I mean, sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a creative. I'm a creative mm-hmm. creative. So, you know, I do music and that's kind of mm-hmm. where like my creative side is. I like to write. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as visionary, possibly it depends and depends what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Because the reason why I asked you that particular question about being a visionary, because in order to realize something like that, you gotta have some type of vision. Like, like okay, prolific means this, and this is why I mean that. Now let me find something that, that resonates with me. Yeah, yeah. Instead what? of just like taking that. <laughs> yeah, that that's what that, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. So so what all by being an entrepreneur, what all do you do? Oh man, um, <laughs> I got a little whiteboard over here. So uh, I do real estate. I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, do some. Um, I, I'm a notary, so mm-hmm. I'm a notary in California. I do music. It's mm-hmm. been a while since I had my kid. It's kind of hard to switch from dad mode to musician mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do do music. I got a podcast, the Misguided Podcast, where I teach you how to build wealth through business and any mm-hmm. financial uh, literacy tips. Mm-hmm. I got a clothing brand. I got two clothing brands, really. But one, uh, I've had this. This is like my first kind of endeavor is uh, Till Infinity Clothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm an author. I wrote a book on financial literacy um, back, back in the pandemic in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then I'm an investor. So a bunch of bunch of shit. I yeah, a bunch of shit. <laughs> man, that 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 right there is incredible. So the reason why I ask you, like, what all do you do as an entrepreneur? Because it leads us to the topic today. What is mm-hmm. your why? Oh, that's going. Yeah, yeah. What is my why? Um, 
Oh, damn. That's the first question? God damn. You <laughs> <laughs> got me stumped. <laughs> well. Listen, listen. Because like, 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 like I said, like before we even start recording, I'm like, it, it's going to be a natural conversation, to be completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. What is my why? I said my why. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I say I have two different whys. Or mm-hmm. no, I don't know. When you become a father, right? I'm a father of two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that that's your why, right? Is is mm-hmm. your your children? So now I can say that's my why easily. But I'm trying to think of like when I started to become an entrepreneur, I didn't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what was my why? My why was you know to build a, a fucking empire, right? You look at these rich white folks and they have like an empire, right? And I mm-hmm. just wanted that. I wanted like I wanted not like my last. I, I mean, yeah, it's gonna sound like uh, whatever. It's mm-hmm. going to sound however it sounds, but I wanted my last name to be well-known. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanted an empire around my last name, and I wanted uh, to build a family and build generational wealth. So I guess that's my why. And then as I got kids, that even strengthened my why to mm-hmm. into building an empire for them. Mm. That Man, that, that's powerful. So let, let's go back to the beginning phase. To begin okay. to face before the kids came along for you as you start getting like accommodating all these business in the beginning but your first business your first time it was like i don't believe myself as you do it if it work it work if it doesn't it doesn't how was that what was how was how was your mindset then from then to now well i mean in order to kind of to answer that question you got to go like way way back right mm-hmm. um and so i guess i spent like most of my life uh, focused on one thing, uh, basketball. So I, I played basketball all my life. I played college basketball. Um, and, and I had, uh, uh, hopes of, you know, just like every kid going to the NBA, um, mind mm-hmm. you, I'm, I'm five, nine, I was 165 pounds in college. Like it's not, it's not really, uh, really possible. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so, that didn't hit me until like senior year in college. It was like, oh, like I'm not, I'm not making it to the NBA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna have to go overseas or something. That's totally possible, easy to do, right? But mm-hmm. um, it's like, do I really want to do that? So, as you know, I'm going through all these stages of like, damn, I spent my whole life doing basketball and I don't really have a plan after. And I went to a all white school, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to an all white private liberal arts college in Colorado. Um, a very conservative town in Colorado Springs. Um, mm-hmm. And what I started to notice is that these, you know, I would go to, to dinner with these, these white families and just talk and see how they build wealth and be very curious and just ask questions. Like, how'd mm-hmm. you get to where you are? Or how are you able to afford this school for your kids? It's an expensive ass school. We're talking 60 to 70 K a year. So um and I just was asking questions and, you know, and a lot of it came down to like not knowing what I don't know, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. You know what I mean? Like we aren't we aren't taught taught these type of things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my parents never went to college. Uh, so I'm a first generation and I'm just learning a lot of things. And so after I was like, man, why I don't know any of this? Like why no one taught me this? Why schools don't teach me this? Why? Why I'm in here learning about fucking the Pythagorean theorem. Like, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so I just started to ask questions and try and see how I can go about learning generational wealth. So I guess I get out of college. I'm, you know, I'm working jobs, um, just to figure out what I want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and uh, I come across a like-minded individual, um, mm -hmm. similar background uh, and just just similar mindset. And he kind of introduced me into the entre entrepreneurial world, um, and he and we became really close friends. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess he kind of put me on to this. Uh, he was like, "Hey, Juwan, do you ever heard of the app Tarot?" I was like, "Nah, what is that?" Um, and he was like, "You know, you you rent out your car and you, you can make like passive income." I was like, "What?" And he started just getting a car. He got a car and it was making really good money. He was like, I'm about to go get another one. He got another one. He was making really good money. He was like, I'm going to go get another one. And then he quit his job. We both worked at the same job, Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, so he doing it, doing it. And so I was like, all right, let's go get my car. So we went out, got my first car. And that was kind of like the entrepreneurial start that didn't end. Because mm -hmm. what I mean by that is when I say it didn't end is because I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I started mm -hmm. building when I was in high school. I sold cell phone cases and flipped glasses when I was in, you know, middle school and stuff like that, right? I always dabbled in something, but I never mm -hmm. followed through because my main focus was basketball. Now that that was over, I was like, ooh, I got time on my hands. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I cut like four or four or five years ago, whatever, whenever that was, I got into a the business of tarot and that was my my first entrepreneurial thing that stuck mm -hmm. that man listen listen and that's all it takes so so let me let me ask you before i ask my other question so when, when you was uh when you was brought up when you was raised was you raised by a single parent yeah yeah mm. moms mamas mm. how many how many siblings uh one <laughs> uh one that I was with like the whole time, but I, I got like I got a couple of siblings out there from my dad's side. Uh but okay. for my mom, just just uh my younger brother, he's six years younger than me. Mm -hmm. Um okay. so we, we grew up together. Okay, okay. So the reason why I asked you about your upbringing because everything ties into the topic, what's your why? And 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 all that adds, like you said, like you ain't ever been around that type of success, like you're mean success in person for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy that you're actually like implementing everything that you're seeing because it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, but yet it's, it's doable because the next person is doing it. And that's all it took. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to my mama because yeah. she, she raised three boys by herself. That's tough. I'm raising, I'm raising one boy and I got my fiance and that shit is tough. <laughs> that is, bro, that is crazy. Then just yeah. looking at society on how like, like she maintained two to three jobs just to provide yeah. for us. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I, I yeah, it's, you know, I, I respect, I respect moms out there and, and especially, you know, being a black mother, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's a whole, a whole nother pressure, right? My mom's is white as hell. My dad's black, mm -hmm. but my mom's is white as hell and still mm -hmm. it was hard for her. I can only mm -hmm. really imagine for for African American mother, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and what I came to realize, bro, it's not even about a race thing no more. It's about we got the same story now. How how can we implement this in our life to become better than we was for our, for our upbringing? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that's what that's what life is. You got the yeah. same story as the next person, but how you how you how you uh, gonna be different from that? It's how it's how I think I think a lot of people struggle with that, but it's how. First is how you ask questions. I think I think asking questions is, is very underrated. A lot of people don't do it because they don't want to sound dumb. But if you're mm -hmm. going to throw me in a room with a lot of white folks and I'm going to be the only black person there, I'm going to ask mm -hmm. questions, right? <laughs> um, 
And I'm just going to wonder. And if you're not, then then that's, you know, it's kind of like that. I always, I always said if I was the never to leave Berkeley, where I'm from, mm-hmm. and go off to college in a different state, I'd be in a totally different place. Um, because, you know, staying in that same neighborhood, it's like that crabs in the barrel mentality, mm-hmm. right? And when I when I went out to college and put myself in a different environment, it opened my eyes and it made me start asking questions. So. Mm-hmm. So. so so would you say that phase that you went through in college was a self-development phase? Self-development phase into what? Like me? Into you, yes, sir, into yourself. Yeah, for sure. That was the best time of my life. Like like i think it was all worth it like you know a lot of right now the huge thing is college you don't need to go to college it's a scam blah 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 you know what i think college is just i don't think it's a scam i think the the system is a scam mm-hmm. i don't think what it can provide for you is a scam i don't think mm-hmm. if you use it as a resource it's a scam mm-hmm. um I think the way they do things there is a scam. What they teach is a scam, right? Um, and the money that they charge you is a scam. College should not cost that much. Um, mm-hmm. But what I mean is I went to college and I learned a lot um, experience-wise. Um, mm-hmm. And I networked with a lot of people. I got people I can call today and and ask for something, right, um, that I need. And, and they got my back, right? Whether it's a, mm-hmm. a just a friend or mm-hmm. a, a professor. I can call the dean of students right now at my college because we were so close and ask for a huge favor. Like, for mm-hmm. example, the dean of students wrote a personal letter for me when I applied for the FBI. Crazy. Mm. I know. That's a whole different topic. But personal letter. Like, you know, where can you get that type of influence, right? Like, you can't just go mm-hmm. in the neighborhood and, and ask for, like, if I was still in Berkeley, I couldn't walk myself up to Cal and ask for a reference letter, right? Mm-hmm. So, Man. I, I you know what's so the best. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was done. I was just saying, I think if you make the best of the situation in college, um, mm-hmm. then it, it works out. Man, so, you know, before we went on live, I was telling you I was posting this video, right? The video I was posting, I, I, what I said was, if I have your number, hey, we we locked in forever. Because why I might not use it today, but I'm I'm gonna use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you said the exact same thing without even watching that video, and, and that goes to show me like we on the right path. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> real, for real. <laughs> that, that's crazy, bro. That that is crazy. So let me ask you this: Do you have any regrets in life? Ooh. Damn, dude, your questions is good. Hey, you know, good. you're a little better than me, man. I thought I had good questions on my podcast. <laughs> I give you your props. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're just hitting them too. It's not, it's not like no bluff questions in between the major questions. It's just major mm-hmm. one. All right, major one. All right, major mm-hmm. one. I feel it. Uh, what, what, <laughs> do I have any regrets? Ah. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people say, I don't regret anything. Uh, it mm-hmm. made me who I am today. I think that's low-key bullshit sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think sometimes people do have regrets. Maybe I say some of my regrets is not taking the open shot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I get in my head uh, a lot. <laughs> and, and really, this can apply to basketball, right? Like, Literally, when I was playing basketball, sometimes I would be scared to shoot because I, if I miss, I'm going to get pulled from the game. 
Mm. Simple as that. Simple okay. as that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'd be scared to take the shot. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. open. Yeah. I know I can shoot, mm -hmm. but if I miss, I'm coming off and now I got to wait around for my next turn. Right. Mm -hmm. And that literally started from basketball. And I think it carried over into real life of where I think too much. I overthink situations too heavily, too deeply. And right now I'm doing it too much. I'm in the process of buying a home and I close on Friday and I'm just thinking mm -hmm. too much. Like the deal almost went south yesterday and I almost had a heart attack. So mm -hmm. um, like like that just right there, afraid of taking the open shot. So, yeah, there's been a couple of open shots uh, that I should have took and I kind of regret not. Mm hmm. And man, listen, because I was sure about to ask you. So that same analogy can be transitioned to life, to real life, yeah. right? So how mm -hmm. you getting over the fact of overthinking things? Because we get so so stuck in our head. Like you said, if you just take a shot, you take the shot. If you make it, if you make it, you miss it. I mean, if you make it, you make it, you miss it, you miss it, right? That's the same concept with life. If you don't take that shot, shot with the desire that's in your head to actually keep striving for greatness, you ain't gonna all you're gonna always overthink it. So how are you overcoming that in your everyday life? You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is the the Michael Jordan one. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I failed over and over in my life again. That, that shot mm -hmm. quote, right? Whatever. Um, and so it kind of comes down to, like, not being afraid, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just not not being afraid to take it mm -hmm. but uh, repeat your question again and and how how did you overcome that in your everyday life yeah so i still am trying to overcome it right like i haven't <laughs> mm -hmm. um i just think you know the more times you fail the more times you learn so instead of being scared to take the shot take the shot and learn why you missed it was it your was it your form Mm -hmm. Was it because you were anxious and your hands were shaking? Mm -hmm. Learn why you missed it and not just be afraid. Uh, another quote is, um, ah, it's don't, uh, uh, it's like the, the ask for apology later, ask for forgiveness later, right? Mm -hmm. I forgot how that goes, but um, it's pretty much like saying, do what you got to do and ask for forgiveness later. And so, yeah, that's kind of how that's I'm trying right. to overcome it. Mm hmm. That man, that is hard, bro. Cause like it didn't like what's so crazy? What my brand represents is failure is knowledge, right? Exactly. You have yeah. to fail in order to succeed. And then if you never took that shot, you wouldn't know if you would have made it or not. Yeah. And we get no, so no. stuck in our head to where like fear overcomes our actions, and we stop prolonging, and we start prolonging the process and the success. In reality, the more you fail, like you said, like 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 Michael Jordan said, the more you fail, the more you learn about yourself. The more you be like, all right, so now I need to put my shoulder, my, my elbow up, follow through. Just just like that. If it go in, it go in. But it's fundamentals <laughs> that we always forgetting about. Yep. Not just with basketball, with life. Facts, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a lot, like, you know, a lot of. A lot of success comes from failures, right? Like a lot of people only talk about the success stories, right? When they post mm -hmm. on social media, when they post a TikTok. And so that was kind of why I started my podcast. It's very similar, you know, failure is knowledge. But I started my podcast because I wanted to show the struggles 
in business, the struggles mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is literally going through at the mm-hmm. moment, not what they went through 10 years ago, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the people, they wait until they've made it to tell their story, mm-hmm. right? You think of the big time people, they don't tell their story until they made it because they don't want to be embarrassed. What Why I started the podcast is to tell the story as we're going through the struggles. Let the mm-hmm. people know what's happening right now and why you're struggling and how you're going to correct it, right? So that's kind of, yeah. That's hard. That's hard, man. So when when did you when did you, when did you come up with that that uh meaning for your brand for your podcast? Uh I did it in 2020, uh right like the first day of the pandemic, bro, like in March. Uh-huh. Whenever they announced the pandemic, I think it was like the day after or it was literally on the day of um of the pandemic starting. So So let me let me ask you this. This one going to hit it on the nail. What's the biggest thing that you can learn about yourself? From let's say let's say when you started entrepreneurship when you your first Toro car uh-huh. from today, what's the biggest thing you learn about yourself? Uh, damn man, you be having me stumped. Um, <laughs> first, learn about myself. Shit. Uh, I think I think the the mental the mental is like your strongest muscle like my my mind my mindset is like 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 almost like my heart Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes any sense it's Mm -hmm. like what keeps me alive what can determine if i die out Mm -hmm. like my mindset and 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 not just business but life is like the the main organ (laughs) it's not an organ Mm -hmm. right but it's like the main thing that's hard yeah so (laughs) i guess i guess like that's what that's like i learned that about myself right like Mm -hmm. i learned that my mind can overcome pretty much anything obviously not like disease or anything but my Mm -hmm. mind could come overcome any failure Mm -hmm. a hundred percent a hundred percent like i said earlier like we get so stuck in our head and what we're doing not even that bad it's not even that bad as we're making it seem like yeah true true uh see what you know what i'm saying with, yeah. with you like having the, the the mindset to to strengthen it to strengthen your mindset every day you're becoming more aware of yourself than you were when you first started like a couple years ago like six seven years ago now you're yeah. more open to your environment and now you're learning every day just like you said you gotta learn how to ask questions i had to learn how to ask questions bro <laughs> yeah no it's facts facts bro because everybody has a story everybody has a story but everybody also carry they, they carry their own weight in, in in their own personal way mm-hmm. so th- that's why i had to learn how to ask questions just like you said i ain't never been around that type of environment type of people to where they got buku's money or they doing or they chasing their passion or they doing everything that they love and for me to, to learn that oh yeah i gotta ask questions i gotta ask questions that the average that, that the typical joe ain't gonna ask mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to know how long you've been in. But nah, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to dive deep in because it's yeah. more to it. It's more to it. Yeah, true. All right, so, so on Instagram, we got a couple people saying uh, tagging in. Uh, Bree said breaking generational curse. Uh, then my boy uh, Stefan said uh, it's on. It's on a fair. It's 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 only failure if you don't learn from it, and it's completely 
hundred percent true. <laughs> Damn. Hey, that's that's bars. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Respond to mm -hmm. respond to him. That's bars. That's bars. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Tell them that they uh they breaking generational you know curses by even just tuning in, right? Mm -hmm. And and trying to gain that knowledge. So mm -hmm. appreciate I appreciate y'all. Hopefully they can hear you. Hopefully they, this is my second time going hopefully. live on Instagram. But uh, hopefully okay. they can hear you. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, or it's just gonna be awkward. I'm over here talking and they're just yeah. looking like mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me see. Maybe I could I could pull it up, right? I could pull it up and see. What's the what's failure as knowledge? No, on, on Instagram is bullish T, bullish underscore T, B U L L I S H, and then uh, underscore T, T E E. Oh, I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I don't know if they can hear. I don't know if they can hear me. Let me see. I'm oh no, they could. Oh, we we, yeah. we lit. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 <laughs> we lit. They can hear me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But man, listen. So, so to close it out, do you have any closing remarks? Any last minute thoughts you want to want to discuss about? Uh, no. Nah, I just I say, um, don't don't stop. Like, don't don't be deterred by what everyone else is doing. Um, because the ones that you know are doing differently usually, um, it pays out differently. Uh -huh. <laughs> which which yeah that's a bar right there but no nah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't have to do what everyone else is doing um you can you can find your own way your own path right like i, mm -hmm. I really i really looked at up to um to nipsey and and his movement and his mindset mm -hmm. and you know the marathon a lot mm -hmm. of people want to be get there first a lot of people want to get there first but the mm -hmm. fact that Nipsey was talking about running a marathon and taking your time and doing it the right way. Um, and mm -hmm. another person I look up to mindset wise is Russ. Russ is talking about the same type of stuff. So um, mm -hmm. I just think, you know, I think if you if you take your time, kind of block out the noise and just and just continue along your way. Mm -hmm. um, remember that time is is the most valuable thing and you'll get there one day. Dropping bars, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that, that is hard, Juwan. Man, I want to appreciate you for coming on for tag along with your boy Failures Knowledge. Everybody that tuned in to Instagram, to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. I really appreciate y'all. I really love y'all. And y'all continue to strive for greatness. Nothing less, nothing, always more. Hold on, Juwan. Oh, I like that.